1: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Diaries of a Six-Figure Coach Podcast. I am your host, Teresa. You know this, but I have a very, very incredible guest with me today, Millie Fox. Millie and I actually got to know each other on our business building journey. We both have beautiful coaching businesses. We both have a very similar philosophy around things. And I learned a lot from Millie about manifestations how to manifest, how to hold compassion around your manifestation. I attended one of her incredible manifestation programs and loved it. And I love her practical approach and her honest and authentic approach to manifestation. While it might be woo for some of you, I really love the voice she brings into that space. And I continue to see her growth and how she shows up in her life and in her business and what she's doing in the world and how she serves and guides her clients. And uh, I was inspired to ask her to come on the podcast because she's fantastic and you're going to learn so much from her. So welcome, Millie.
2: Oh, my heart is just bursting. That was such a sweet introduction. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here. Very, very happy and to connect with you, Teresa.
1: Oh my gosh! You're so welcome. So I know that like, lots of people are out there with gigantic goals for their business.
2: I actually do love that. I really, really do love that. Can I, can I just say why first? Like, why?
1: Oh, right in. Absolutely.
2: Because people do not give themselves permission to dream. Like, and that is just the one thing that setting a really ginormous goal does is like unlock so much permission within a person. So the way I view goals, just real quick, is that goals are for growing you, expanding you as a person. The goals are for growing. They're not forgetting. Okay. So we set the goals to expand ourselves and we have to detach from the idea of actually achieving them. Because if we're manifesting, we can't be attached to it. Anyway, so it just has to be the joy in the setting. You know, that's what I think about it.
1: Oh, my God. I love that. Goals are for growing, not for achieving.
2: Yeah. Goals are for growing, not for getting. And I actually got that. I will credit the source. It was from Bob Proctor, his Thinking into Results program.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's definitely left a legacy for for so many people around so many incredible teachings. I love this. This is such a powerful reframe. I would love to know how this has supported you on your business journey and especially around not getting attached to mm-hmm. that goal or to that outcome that we want from, mm-hmm. especially I feel like in business, but it's also like in relationships and love and like really in everything, but I find it so easy to to cling and I know we we can't receive with a closed hand. So how do we do that? How did you get there? What does that look like for you and your business and life? Okay.
2: So it's been a journey for me, right? Because I'm super like go getter, overachiever, uh, type A sort of. I call myself a recovering perfectionist, right? So that's the lens really that I teach through is because I understand how much pressure people put on themselves. Like I put immense pressure on myself and I never gave myself permission to set, set big goals because if I didn't achievement, achieve them, I would be a failure. You know what I mean? Like that would be just too hard for me. Like I needed to be really realistic, you know? So when I finally had this reframe myself around the goals being for growing, not forgetting, I was like, wow. And I had, I had a coach who really encouraged me to set a big goal. And I was seeing a lot of really big achievements going on in the coaching space, right? Like lots of hundred K months, lots of million dollars, million dollar months, like all of this stuff. Right. And I was like, Damn. Like me too. Why not me? Like, yeah, it was a huge like expansion and burst of confidence and permission that happened for me. And then like a lot of people, I'm sure I started to put this new type of pressure on myself to get into alignment and expand and all of this stuff. And I thought somehow that like this hundred K month could just happen next month you know what I mean? Like I actually really was attached that it was just go, like to the idea that it was just going to like fall into my lap. And I was going to have no idea where it was going to come from. It would have nothing to do with like, you know, systems I put into place or, you know, pathways that I created for it to flow through. Um, and that was like, month after month, <laughs> it's not being a hundred K landing out of nowhere. I'm like, damn, I made less this month than I did last month. Ooh, you know what I mean? And that's the the problem, right? Is because we get really, uh, like we get into this weird passive state when we're manifesting uh, and and feel like there's some like big magic wand in the sky that's going to like grant us this manifestation if we've done it right, you know? And that's not how it works. And there is no right or wrong way to like manifest or like get into alignment. It's not like this means to an end. It's that's why I always say like manifestation is is a lifestyle and it should be your operating system because it's the most joyful way to live. Right. Is to be in the moment. And OK, so you asked me about my specific journey, Right. So how did I, det- how did I detach from this? How did I do this? Let's, let's go there. It was really hard for me to do that because when I want something and when I have my mind I'm a five times called st- a stellium Capricorn. Okay. So like we are trudging up that mountain. Okay. Um, so for me, when I get my mindset on something, I'm like, I want it. I want it as fast as possible. I want it now. I don't stray from my desires easily once I have my mindset on something. So and then the the, the idea of need, okay? Like, well, I need that because if I have that, then I can do this, right? So this idea, like I really knew and I, and I heard the message over and over and over again. You have to fulfill your own needs. Like now you have to, um, whatever it is you feel like you, you need in the future to get something. Usually it's a feeling, right? Usually it's a feeling. So if it's money, you're looking for like safety, stability, confidence, um, you know, name your feeling that you're, you think you're going to get from money and you have to become those things for yourself now. Right. And that was like a difficult concept for me to embody because I can get really stuck in the tangible and the 3d and I think a lot of people can so I it didn't happen overnight and that was another thing for me with like the manifesting and becoming her now and all that stuff it was like it's very hard on myself for not being able to flip a switch and detach not being able to flip, flip a switch and cultivate safety for myself or stability, security, whatever. But I kept at it because again, I'm that kind of person who is very persistent and I'm still on the journey. Like I'm I I don't know if the journey really ever ends. And that's I think a wonderful thing. Like I used to hear that and be like, oh God, it never ends. But now I'm like, okay, no, actually This is what we signed up for. We came here to earth, like our souls signed the contracts to come down to earth and play this game. And what is the game? The game is moment to moment. It's feeling all the feelings. It's like experiencing the full range of human emotion and playing the game of always coming back to, well, what do I want to feel right now? What do I want to feel right now? And that is all that really, really matters, right? That's all that really, really matters. It's like, how do you feel right now? Because like I said, you can't do manifestation right or wrong. You could only do it in a way that feels good. Because if it feels bad, like that's not actually intentional manifestation. It's just pretending or trying to manifest. You know, you don't try. You feel good and it happens.
1: That's how it goes. I love that. You feel good and it happens. Yeah. And also, like, I think this powerful reminder that really life happens in now how we're feeling now, not how we're going to feel when we achieve a certain thing or when we get us to a certain goal. But now. Right. And and I appreciate you sharing about getting so attached to that number and and seeing people having these huge financial wins after win, after win, after win. And and then being like, oh, I can easily do that in a month. Like, absolutely, it's possible. And and it's not that it's not possible. Like, but, you know, you, you made a very valid point in that you have the systems and the processes and the offers and the, the revenue streams in place and the capacity from physical, like physical energy capacity to actually deliver the yeah. amount of trainings and offers that you have to do in order yeah. to actually be able to not just receive that money, but deliver <laughs> what you mm-hmm. say you're going to do. And um, I love that you're bringing this in because when we get passive and we just sit there and, and and I've certainly been there where I was like, I don't need to know how it's just going to yeah. happen. I'm just going to yes. be aligned and I'm just going to feel good. Yeah. It. And it's just all yeah. come together. And, and like, I really believed that for a while. It's all, and then I was like, hang on a second, this isn't actually working at all. And it's driving me crazy because I can't seem to get there. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of put my strategic hat on and really started looking at. Am I even set up to be able to do that? Like, could I actually physically a, handle it? Do I have the systems and offers in place? So it's a possibility. And so I started to actually take the actions to yeah. lay the foundation that one day that gets to be a possibility in us now.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, and I'm just like barely containing myself <laughs> <talking> <laughs> because the thing is like, that's part of the manifesting too, right? And like everything you said about, um, you know, being aligned and whatever, like that's all true as well, but it's missing some disclaimers. It's missing some context. Like that's the only thing. It's not one or the other. It's not, hey, I tried to be in alignment and it didn't work. So I have to go full 3D. You know what I mean? It's like, it's both and you're, you don't need to know the how you just need to know the how right now, like, what is my how today? What is my next how? You know what I mean? And yeah, like you can't see how all the pieces are going to line up. It's impossible, right? And then like when you said it's a bit woo in the beginning, I was like, you know, it could be, but it also is very practical manifestation if you think about it. Because if you are, just so you don't believe in like magical, whatever forces that are at play, If you are visualizing, if you are goal setting, like we know this from like peak performance stuff, right? Like athletics, Mm -hmm. you will start behaving more in accordance with that outcome, right? If we're just talking purely 3D, physical, whatever, and then maybe you don't believe in like divine intervention, but like maybe you call them coincidences, right? Right. So co- some coincidences are always bound to happen in life, and you're one foot in front of the other, you're behaving the way that is required of the goal, right so that's the part like that's the practical practical part of manifestation that kind of gets a little bit left out of like the highly spiritual and feminine side of manifestation, where it's like I call it starfishing, where it's like you just lay back and like, yes, universe, have your way with me which Surrender is important, of course, Let's talk about that. But the universe wants you to, like, I say, hump back. Like, it's, a, it's co-creation, baby, you know. So you have to take the actions. You have to really go like exactly what I said. What's my how right now? And I have this goal, like not goal setting, sorry, prioritization process that I do personally. And when I'm in it and using it, I get so much done, but still in a, like a state of ease and flow. So I always, I tap in with my goals, my highest desires. I ask myself, what are my top three priorities? So usually the priorities are like goals, but they could be like sub, you know, subsets of goals, right? Like what do I right now? And I might do this twice a day. Because sometimes you revisit your morning list and you're like, oh, actually that is not really a priority. This is the priority, right? Because you get more clear on what would be the more important thing to, to impact, like highly impactful. So I call it priorities and impact. I still have to come up with some sexier name for this, but priorities first, you set your priorities. What do I actually care the most about today? And then you ask yourself, what are the two most impactful tasks that I can take that will move the needle the most to get me closer to that goal and priority, you know, to get me closer to that goal. That's, you know, the subset of that priority. That makes sense. But I just do this process over and over again when I'm not doing it. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, I think that's what I need to do. And, oh, this, yeah, I should do that. I feel called to do that right now. I mean, you are doing like tapping in and asking what you feel called to do when you're making this list because you're asking yourself, what do I desire most? Like you really, you really are. But it's a very intentional way of coming up with your how. Right. And when I'm doing the floaty thing. It's kind of it's just chaotic. It's kind of floaty. Right. And I think that's what happens in that super ultra feminine side of the manifestation world it's like and then we get disappointed and I think that's what happens with a lot of spiritual and feminine entrepreneurs too in their businesses they kind of just like go with the flow and they don't have the structures and the systems to support the direction of their flow and so it is very important
1: yeah I feel like that balance of masculine and feminine I mean I talk about that all the time I I am like I have a very like strong belief system, spiritually, I believe in manifestation, I, I, I'm very devoted to that part of me. And I love being in flow and creative. And I love space in my calendar and, and all those good things. And uh, I learned to create all that. But like you said, it actually only worked for me once I I allowed myself to put those structures in place the the strategies in place the processes in place like we all have a different you know approach to it like I love that you're saying you know every day it's like what are the priorities and then what are the two most important things that will really move me closer to that and then committing to doing them and you check in so it's still an intuitive approach to your business it's still rooted in that feminine energy it's still very connected Mm. but at the same time it keeps you very focused and and I always like to say that your ability to be focused is a direct reflection for the for your ability to create the results that you want whether that's in your business or whether that's in in anything in your life but when we're all over the place we Mm. we tend to be like this like whirlwind. Mm. And that is creative energy, right? Like, I mean, I always think about it like a painter that goes and paints this like wild painting and throws different colors and that's great, <laughs> right? And that's the process of creation, but we still are painting on a canvas. Mm-hmm. And, and so the canvas can be that process that you get to tap into and that that gets to hold your beautiful painting that you're painting and that gets to hold you. And I found that very supportive and, and I love that you said there's pieces missing and you said it's co-creation, baby. I love that. Term. I love that. Because it helps us remember it, it's all of it. And, and I really believe in the oneness mm-hmm. of things. Like ultimately it's, it's one.
2: Yeah. Creation is yeah. one,
1: multiple parts coming together as one, moving as one, yeah. harmoniously, even when they seemingly seem opposite sometimes, right? Like to say I have systems and processes, but I'm all, I'm a lot in my feminine energy it might be for some people, how how is it possible, right? Yeah. But it actually allows me to be fully relaxed in my feminine.
2: Exactly. Because you need, like if you think about a river, like you need the river bed to yeah. hold flow of the water right like I always love that visual because it's so easy to connect with and like what you said about the systems and structure the other thing here too and like this is something that I've struggled with personally is like this pendulum swing right where we like go really into the feminine and flow, and then we abandon the systems and structures. And then we go, oh, this is not feeling good. This is not working. And then we swing all the way back over into the, the masculine and the strategy are like, you know, I'm gonna make this happen. I am so committed that I'm gonna do it, right? And what happens in both situations actually is we are giving our power away to different things, mm-hmm. right? So in the feminine side, what we're doing is we're giving our power away to like air quotes, like the universe. Although I, I mean, I'm not saying like, I don't believe in the universe. I'm just saying like, whatever we're, we're believing is the, the divine power with the magic wand in the sky. Right. Um, Or like I said yesterday in my, um, in my master of manifestation community, I said, don't give your power away to the vision right? Because we visualize, I was actually leading like a visualization, which one of the things I say in my messaging all the time is like, we don't need to visualize all the time and vision board all the time and journal all the time in order to manifest, like, because you're giving your power away to all those things. If you are believing that there are means to an end, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So you can't give your power away to the vision or the universe or whatever. And then in the strategy side, you can't give your your power away to the systems of the strategy. You can't go, oh, this is going to be my silver bullet strategy. This is going to be my silver bullet system. Then now I'm going to get the 100K, like guaranteed. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, and, 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 and I know how I would have heard this before. If I was listening to myself speak at a previous version of myself, I would have been frustrated hearing this because I would have been like, well, then what do you actually do? What do you actually do? Right. And I don't like oversimplification. But the truth is, and I've learned this over and over again, too, is that when you integrate concepts, when you embody concepts, you realize there is no real other way to express them than very simply. Because it is simple. Like I said, you feel good and it comes, right? You feel good in your systems. they Then they're supportive of you. You feel good in your journaling. Then it's supportive of you. You feel good in your visualizations. And the thing I was sharing yesterday in my group was when you are visualizing, it's not because you're reaching out to that vision and trying to pull it in. Right. Like Neville Goddard says, you always have to think from the state of the wish fulfilled. So basically what he says is like you're in the state of the wish fulfilled in your vision. Right. And by doing that, by loving that vision so much and just being grateful for the fact that you get to have that vision, because it gives you good feelings. Visualizing makes you feel really good right? And that's the power. And that's the thing that you need to focus on and be grateful for is the fact that the vision is your gift, mm-hmm. not the me- not, not the achievement of the vision. So you're in the vision, state of the wish fulfilled. And by continuing to feel good in, and being in it, you build the bridge of incidents from the state of the wish fulfilled back to your current self. So you're not reaching outwards. It's coming in in inwards to mm-hmm. you. Right. And it's coming from within you rather than something external that you're you're reaching for. So feel good in your visualizing. If you have a manifestation practice or a business practice strategy, that doesn't feel good. Do something else. Do it differently. You have
1: permission. Yeah. And I think that's so important. I mean, I have all of my clients like the way I approach business strategy, I reverse engineer it. And we Mm -hmm. always start with how you want to feel. And everything has got to align with that. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, we got to get creative (laughs) and figure out what does, right? Yeah, there's Um, a million combinations. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Because it's so, I feel like too, this is, you know, certainly helped me. And I feel like this really speaks to what you've been sharing is that when I started to approach my business and my strategy and my processes and systems and all this stuff from that same way off, does it feel and is in alignment with the way I want to feel now, because I have access to my emotions. We have all access to our emotions right now. Like right now you don't need anything because we We have it right. Access is there.
2: Yeah. I want to add one more thing too, because what I have experienced personally is I will nearly convince myself that a strategy feels good. Okay. I will nearly convince myself that it feels good because I am so deep in belief that that strategy is going to be the silver bullet. <laughs> <laughs> so watch out for that. Cause me, I'm a, I'm a three, five, um, emotional generator. So for the human design types, um, but if you're not a human design type, the third line is really about experimentation. So like I need to learn by doing. I need to try things before I can really take the lesson. Like I can't just learn it from someone else. I can't oh. take anybody's word for anything. And And then I'm emotional too, right? So there's no certainty in the now for me. Um and I've really had to embrace these things so I cannot like I give myself so much compassion for for trying on so many different strategies that weren't actually like a good, really good authentic fit for me um and then only having like the clarity like hindsight
1: 2020 you know so just no I just feel that yeah. I feel that well I'm a free five emotional manifesting generator oh. so oh. yeah yeah oh, and you? I have an open head open yeah, uh, on an open oh my heart gosh. All my other centers are defined. And so I'm like, I really have what I've been tapping into certainty is the feeling in the moment.
2: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. We are so
1: similar, actually. Yeah, (laughs) I get it. Like I've tried things and that's why I also believe in in like every month i I review, I reflect, I look back on a month, what worked, what didn't, what felt good, what didn't feel yeah. good? Does this strategy still feel good, or do you know is it time to refine it, and we get to do that again and again and again and again, and and we get to yeah. work and how we do things, but it's really been for me having the joy in the journey, really, really honoring yeah. that piece. Mm-hmm. That has helped me to keep going through all the times when things weren't working, didn't look the way I wanted them to, the results didn't come in, scary looking at bills to pay, like I've I've been there, like, and I always say that, like, I I've been there and it was scary and i know what it feels like to be responsible for your own economy to be responsible for your own paycheck to be responsible and to pay people like do who, not shame yourself for feeling fear
2: also no, no. Fear, is, fear is a protective emotion like i really don't like it when somebody uses it to try to shame so oh you're you're in you're in fear. You're like you're you're operating out of scarcity. You know what I mean? Like that's where compassion is really helpful in manifestation, you know? Like, well, oh, there's so many places where it's such a powerful tool. I talk about it all the time. I know you know
1: that. I I love that. And I think that's so important. And it's like I always look at it like, can I hold compassion and ask myself, like, what's a different way I could look at this? And for us, the free lines, right? What am I learning from this? Like, what's the lesson here? right? <laughs> but a hundred percent, I think too, that it's like, it, it's so much of the learning to around our emotions I have found is not, not judging them as bad or good, but just saying, Hey, there's an emotion. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be
2: able to name it. Right. Like being able to name it is is so powerful. And I was going to tell you, too, that my word for 2023 is attunement, which Mm -hmm. is like what you said, like just in the moment, like how do I really feel about this? How do I really feel like what is my intuition telling me here? Am I listening? Am I paying attention? What is my nervous system telling me
1: here? Like that's a whole other level of like listening to your body. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, my my number one goal for 2023 was having a calm and regulated nervous system.
2: Yeah, I joined a I joined a nervous
1: system like regulation membership myself. you, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I feel like there is a lot to be said about that, and I know. Oh my god, like I feel like you and I could like keep talking for hours. I know. I might like have to have you back as like an encore from this, but I would love to know. from you like what would be something you would say to someone who's just beginning maybe with manifestation or might feel frustrated with you know it's it's just not coming in like and i'm doing something wrong and like like where would you ask them? what would you say start here so when i got really deep like
2: him I've, I've known about manifestation for a very long time like my dad was into it and things like that he gifted me abraham cds but i i in my adult life, I really came back to it a few years ago, a handful of years ago. And Amanda Francis, if you know her, she's a coach that teaches a lot around manifestation. She says, you can't fuck it up, right? And when I first heard that, I was like, how can you not? Like, there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything. <laughs> um, like, because if it's not working, you're obviously messing it up. <laughs> that was my mentality around it. And so it's, it's actually the truth. Okay. Let me tell you, you can't mess it up because it's about the journey. It really is about the journey. And if that hearing that frustrates you, you have work to do. Okay. And your work is to start enjoying your life more right now. Like you have to, you have to meet your own needs more, because otherwise, you're actually ditching ownership, you're ditching responsibility, you need to take radical responsibility. And I don't mean for what's happening to you, or your circumstances. I mean, for your moment, right? For how and i i talk about like it's about tipping the scales okay it's not about being perfect in our thoughts every moment like i believe our thoughts happen to us we decide what we do next with them right like sometimes we get intrusive thoughts you have to decide what you're going to do next so we have to take like radical responsibility for our moment to moment with a ton of grace and compassion mm. and just keep moving forward just be persistent about it get that burning desire in your heart and and love the desire the desire is the gift you know not the receiving oh my god yeah being super open
1: I feel this so much Mm -hmm. because it's a reflection of where I'm at and an embodiment of where I'm at in my life now that's so good, and choosing that and and uh, making tough decisions
2: mm-hmm.
1: and every day getting up and being like, how how do I want to feel, and how can I create the most exquisite moments of now, one at a time at a time, and really breaking it down to the simplest things, you know, like it's it always the simple things, but it really is like, that journey and and coming to the place of being that I wanted to be for so long, which is a loving, peaceful state where my, like my mind's been quiet. Mm. I've not had a busy mind since the beginning of the year. It's now January 20th as we're recording this. And the episode will end February. So we'll see where I'm at. But it's been a very blissful, joyful place to be.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah. it
1: requires this focus on the yeah. journey and not on anything else, on the moment and not on what's coming or what has been or present.
2: And, and, and making those choices over and over again, it builds so much self-trust, mm-hmm. right? It really, when you can trust yourself to be there for you and to give you what you need, then you can
1: really lean into trusting the universe. My gosh, so true. It is so true. I definitely feel like trust is just present now. Mm-hmm. But this was not the case all the time. But that is another story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, Millie, this was amazing. I feel like, uh, my listeners will want to know where to find you. How can they follow you? How can they tap more into all the beautiful things that you have to offer around manifestations and supporting them in their business and in their, in their life? Yeah,
2: so my main, main spot is Instagram. You can come and find me there. I've got goodies at the links in my bio. Um, The main, main way that I support women is through my Master of Manifestation community. It's a membership hub, um, lots of courses, lots of support, lots of really incredible sisterhood and community. And then I also have another tier, which is called Mompreneur Plus. You do not have to be a mom. Mom stands for Master of Manifestation. Mompreneur Plus, which is the entrepreneurial tier where we get into like the business side of manifestation as well as strategy too. So we've got those two options and then I'm doing lots of fun pop up stuff this year. So just uh, hit my stories because that's where I'm going to be sharing all the details about offers for now.
1: I love that. Well, I'll make sure that the link um, to your Instagram is in here and then people can check out the link in bio. And I would highly recommend um, dropping into Millie's world and following her and seeing what she has to say. I've certainly learned so much from you. And it's been such a joy that I get to, I feel like co-create alongside each other in in business and in life. and, And we have this beautiful connection and I love that that's continued on regardless of what's happened in our world or, or where we've both been in the world because we've both yeah. been living and living in different places and yeah hey baby, we need to meet in real life one day i know i missed you when i was in toronto so maybe maybe you know there's mm-hmm. there's going to be a trip back to toronto at some point in 2023 so hopefully yeah. this time we'll we'll get to actually see each other Millie, oh, big thank hug. you so much this was such a joy remember everyone the journey focus on the journey we listen to this because i feel like you're gonna pick up different pieces that will really be important and um, make sure you follow millie at millie fox on her instagram and have the most brilliant reps of your week take care
0: bye that's a wrap for another episode of the diaries of a six-figure coach podcast I am your host, Teresa Lambert, and I want you to know that if I can do it, so can you. Do you want to get your hands on more tools, strategies, and insights to help you become a six-figure coach? Come join my online community on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching, drop into my DMs to say hi, and don't forget to follow and subscribe to get notified when the next episode drops. Gratitude always for each and every single one of you. Here's to showing up, bossing up, and making it happen.